You're watching WLWT News 5, leading the way. Good morning. Hey. It's not Friday. Not yet. It is for some of us. Oh, sure. You always say that on Thursday, too. I Thanks do. for rubbing you it in, You always say that. Yeah. Today's well, that's, that's my schedule. So. <laughs> I know. Yeah. On Sunday, I'm going to text you. Ha ha ha. I still do. have another day. Please do. Um, <laughs> well, we're starting off spicy this morning. Um, <laughs> this is WLWT News 5 Today's Daily Dose. Kelly Rippin, Colin Mayfield, Fletcher Keel. We're spicy because it's going to be ridiculously well, hot. It feels like a Friday, too. It does feel like, like a Friday, it, yes. It feels unassuming and kind of just like it should be Friday. Yeah. So anyway, you said that earlier not, and I was like, that's why I feel this way. Yeah, it's probably why we're a little frustrated at the top yeah. of the show. Uh, <laughs> Just think about it. You get two Fridays then. Isn't that what everyone wants? I guess wants? that's the way you want to look at it. But you're working. That's different. But, but I'm, my, my I love your optimism, Mr. I have tomorrow off. Yeah, so right, that's all right. right. We'll take it. We so, appreciate the support. So we've got a little uh, situation um, in uh, trial right now with CPD and some racial slurs that were thrown out. Um, one happened at a different time than the other, dealing with an officer, um, obviously. And this happened during Chief Elliot Isaac's tenure. 2018, um, yeah, two separate incidents in 2018, a white officer and a black officer using yep. the same racial slur. Um, and they each had different punishments, right. which is what's now being Just called into question like why? under a federal trial. Yeah. So uh, there's a lot of conversation about it. Um, you know, why were they treated differently? Mm -hmm. There was a retroactive move to by Chief Elliot Isaac to equal the punishments. Mm -hmm. um, what's interesting, too, when you look at what these officers are suing, they're, they're only asking for like $5,000 to cover uh, court costs mm -hmm. and legal fees. So it, right. it seems like it's more of a formality of trying to right. yeah understand and maybe you know make things the same across the board as opposed to um trying to get a whole lot out of it they're not seeking crazy amounts of money or jobs back or anything right. like that and you had alluded to possibly a relationship between these two working together so which is why yeah. maybe maybe they worked in in tandem closeness um and, and i know you know being on the streets and being a, a, an officer especially in today's world. It is so hard and so ever-changing all the time, um, which is why maybe this will have a conversation of, around how that happens, right, um, in, in certain cultures and how to better um, appreciate certain instances like this. So more to come from this. Um, we'll see what happens. Obviously, we'll, we'll keep it locked and lead the way on I that. Think today is the day they actually could break to go to jury. So jury, we could yes, get a little bit more today. I, I would imagine we probably won't hear any kind of results until tomorrow, uh, yeah. but Todd Dykes has been following that, so we will have the updates for yeah. you. Um, CPS also has a huge hiring push right now. We're about a month away, which is crazy, from the start of school. Yeah, August 18th, and I think. And they, yeah. yes, yeah, they need 100 positions filled still. Yeah, from custodians, even to teachers. Yeah, it's all across all across the board. And I can't say this enough. Substitutes, substitutes, substitutes. Because when we saw a rash of COVID-19 cases, yep. what happens is, right, teachers, <laughs> there's usually a group of folks. It happens here even at work, right? They're out for a certain period of time, and those kids still need to be taught. So uh, they need those replacements and, you know, some super subs to step in. And that's not easy in any uh, stretch of the imagination, obviously being a teacher or being a sub, to step in and to step up to do that. But, th but they need those positions filled just to make sure that uh, this school year runs uh, efficiently and, and as best possible for these kids. I mean, there's been so many interruptions right. since COVID-19. Mm -hmm. I, I know in my own daughter's right. education even, 
um, to have some consistency and structure, it is key for children. It goes so far for so many kids. Yeah. And so these positions, there's dozens from teachers, paraprofessionals, custodians, security. I think they have about five or six security yep. positions five, available. Yeah, five security and then 70 teacher in parapro okay. uh, vacancies. And then also, like Colin was saying, custodial Parapro. 40 uh, custodial positions as well. So. And that, that parapro specific, that, another, that is so needed. Um, those people have to have huge hearts, right? And, you know, there's not many people like that out there. The, it, that has those, that have special people yeah. are in our schools, and yeah. we need you to, we need them to step up. Unfortunately, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a tough situation for so many people out there. So they have hiring fairs on Wednesday, I believe. So you can uh, walk in on Wednesday. Yes. But they're also um, doing something on Monday. Yeah, so both next week, uh, event happening Monday the 25th, um, and then a uh, walk-in event on Wednesday the 27th at uh, 2651 Burrett Avenue in, uh, here in Cincinnati. And we've got a, uh, a web store on our website, WLWT.com, by one of our newest reporters as well, Rachel Hersheimer. Yeah. Um, I believe that was her first story that you were able to see her on Air Force. So you can find that over on our website. Um, she has all that information for you. Perfect. Uh, we had a great uh, interview this morning with Kate Snow from NBC. She was able to join us early this morning talking about fake online medical reviews. Now, fake reviews online, I think we all know they exist, mm -hmm. but you would have you would like to think that the medical professionals are not are immune to that participating right. in in that uh, she's finding that's not the case she looks specifically at a dentist in california who had tons of five-star reviews and then when they looked a little further into it the same people who were reviewing that dentist were also reviewing a tire store in Virginia and a, a different office in another state, and they Those were must finding. Be great tires if they I can mean, get you from shoot Virginia to California, to California. That regularly. Wow. Exactly, and so many people. <laughs> so, many um, people. Right. so she is on the Today Show this morning with a special talking about what to look for because I I don't know I know this might be. And I don't want to stereotype, but like, do you guys read reviews obsessively? I don't. Not really. Okay, I do. I'll Love read. Reviews. I'll read the funny reviews. But that's a great investment, like though, into your own money, though, because I it think allows that's why you I to, get kind of obsessive. Yeah, it allows you to understand where you should and shouldn't go, and so that's something we, I'm. I think I need to add to my list. We were joking yesterday because our executive producer also says she does the same thing. And so I was looking for a primary care physician here in Cincinnati and I was reading the reviews and I booked an appointment, booked, scheduled an appointment for myself and my husband and he's scheduled with a different doctor. And I was like, well, yours has 4.9 stars and mine has 4.8. So good. maybe I'll change my appointment and go to your person instead. Because that one like point is going to make a huge difference. I met the doctor. Incredible person. Like, why would I'm so glad that I didn't Could it just change be a men it. thing that we just will take anything? I don't <laughs> well, well, I was actually thinking about it a little bit more. I don't read That's the news. That's what I'm views. wondering. I don't read the news, but I will look and say, oh, this is okay. a 3.9 and this is a 4.7. Okay. Maybe I'll go with okay. the 4.7. 4. 4. So it's not, but now, not knowing, gender based. Knowing it might be a little skewed, yeah. might, right. might be some funny business. Right. You might have to look a little deeper. Into What's it. interesting, too, and we'll have her report posted online, is keep in mind if you start to see familiar language over and over and over again of the same thing, mm -hmm. in reviews, that's usually a red flag that they are probably, right. hey, just be a good doctor or just serve great food and you'll get good reviews. So you don't need to pay for it. All right. We know the heat's a big factor. Let's check in with meteorologist Randy Rico because it's going to be incredibly hot and humid. 
So we are starting the day with some very muggy air in place, but there will be at least some brief relief this afternoon. Less humid air makes it to Cincinnati in the afternoon and evening, so feeling a little bit more comfortable to close out the day. But then it's right back in place by the time we head into the weekend with temperatures climbing up into the mid 90s. It'll feel like around 105 both Saturday and Sunday. Today, expect mostly sunny skies and upper 80s to right around 90 degrees and then tomorrow back into the low 90s. The heat is here, the humidity coming back. Small step back today, which is nice. Um, got a lot of events planned for oh uh, this weekend. Uh, almost too many to name even. Cincy Music Fest. We've got uh, Jimmy Buffett tonight. Reds in town, FC in town. Randy, I feel like I'm forgetting something. She's my event Red. person. What? Reds in Red. town. FC, FC. Cincy yeah. Music Festival. Tonight is Jimmy Buffett. You're good. That's, a lot. that's then, it's a lot. That's, the point is, good, there's a lot. That's a good right. start, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. And then Miss Jackson is playing Saturday night. Saturday night. So that's going to be that's wild. Be awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited jealous. for that. Um, so and that just brings to uh, the front the conversation of hyd hydrating. And I know, you know, it <laughs> seems pretty simple to continue to say, right? But um, a lot of folks just either forget about it or just don't even think about drinking water. You know, when you're having fun, you want to be able to keep up with the fun around you. And yeah. so, especially um, with the heat, that uh, depleted mark happens so quickly. Right. You can be in the territory where you're, you know, borderline heat exhaustion uh, within a couple of minutes without even knowing it. So, yeah, something not to play with. Well, and what's we had some good information this morning about what you are allowed to bring it. You can bring in a certain amount of sealed water or Gatorade. Um, they will make sure the cap is sealed. Yeah. It can't be frozen, but that's, these are good things to know about because, you know, sometimes you go and you're like, I'm not spending $4 on water. Trust me. I don't want to spend $4 on mm -hmm. water, but, um, that's something you might not have realized is that you are able to bring certain things into the different venues. Mm -hmm. Um, and also Meredith was giving us good tips of like, add a little like lemon to your water that helps with electrolytes and be careful with the things that are marketed towards hydrating you because if they have too much sugar, you're not actually helping yep, yourself. Right. So there was there was some great tips this morning. Just a reminder, yeah. alcoholic beverages, not hydration. So yeah. just throw water in, but you have have as many as you'd like, but throw yeah. some water in there so you're so you're double checked. Yes. Right. She, uh, the lady was saying one beer, one water. Right. So and I know a lot of folks don't want to do that, but that might be good for one you. One beer, one water, one trip to at the least, bathroom. At least, <laughs> yeah, at least put a foundation, <laughs> start a foundation of hydration, and then you can work your way back. It's, yeah, it's it's a little bit of a game, but just to, you know, make it a game with you and your friends, and then you can stay safe and, right. and healthy. And then wild to see, we've been talking about it internally, mm -hmm. some of the things that are happening around the NFL, not just around the NFL, but sports leagues as a whole. We saw Staples Center being changed, no longer Staples Center anymore, right? CryptoArena.com, I think, something like that. Heinz Field, what no longer name. Heinz Field anymore. CryptoArena.com. Um, Paul Brown Stadium may not be Paul Brown Stadium anymore, at least just PBS. There could be another name added to that. And the county has, uh, you know, kind of the final say on that as well. Yeah, I mean, it's a revenue stream that the Bengals have not explored previously. And I think when you have that much attention on your team and you've got all these people who are interested in coming, any extra amount of cash flow is yeah. is a good thing. Um, I know a lot of people are very tied to the Paul Brown Stadium name and because of the history and all of that, but also, you know, we were talking about it earlier. Once you have a name in your head from when you were growing up, that is what you call that arena right. almost forever. Yeah, and even and even in the case of a minor league, there's a minor league Atlanta and 
or, or minor league arena in Metro Atlanta that I grew up going to hockey games for, and they changed it yeah. when I was in early college, and I still call it. It's been that for almost ten years now, and mm -hmm. I still call it what I grew up. It's just yeah. yes. old habits die, or yeah, old yeah. habits die hard. Yeah, yeah. I um, could totally see like something like P and G Field or something like that. P and G Field, know. yeah, that could be interesting. And uh, there's so many companies around here. Mm -hmm. Are they going to go the route that Pittsburgh did and go outside of the city That's and get a question. huge contract? Yeah. I mean, that was the big deal there. Is you know all the all the Yins fans. They're there. all crazy. <laughs> They're all crazy. I'm related to them. And, so, and even though this this report came out out of the blue, the process isn't necessarily going to no. be because remember it's a. Uh, a government-owned, yes. publicly-owned stadium, so they're going to have to be hearings. It's going to be have to be approved by a couple board mm. meetings. So it's not which just, is interesting, right? It's not just out of the blue going to be oh, yeah. now it's so and so stadium or so and so field at Paul Brown Stadium. That is a very there's interesting. There's going to be a lead up to this. And there's a big date in 2026, right, where that contract yep. kind of uh, there's some there's some term limits that come come into play, right. uh, not only with taxes but uh, with county money as well. So a good sign too that they plan to be here. Hopefully that will help this situation. Yes. Uh, so so anyway, and then you know, training camps get started next week. Yep. Uh, I think um, Randy said a Tuesday or something like that. So Wednesday. Wednesday. Wednesday, Wednesday. So not too far away from football season as well as a lot of high school teams are mm -hmm. starting to begin their practices also. All right, that's today's Daily Dose. We will be back for Friday. Fletcher will not be for uh, Bye, Kelly and See Colin, ya. though. Have a great Thursday <laughs> and enjoy all the festivities. Stay cool.